the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See if we have Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com, chief market strategist, market analyst. How are you, Patrick? Hi, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. So sorry that I blew you off last segment. Not at all. I uh, listened to you, and I learned that I think I need to floss some more. Isn't that funny? (laughs) There's odd ways of saving money, but losing a tooth is like $6,000 to have it extracted and put a a fake one in. Um, Believe me, I know. With that said, uh, let's talk more earnings season, more fundamentals, more your line of work versus my line of stupidity. But uh, what do you think about Alcoa last night? Um, you know, I, I don't think there's any were any huge surprises in Alcoa. You know, they you know amazingly enough beat by a penny. Um, uh, revenues were down though two percent. Uh, they stuck by their global demand forecast. I mean, you know, Alcoa was it was okay. I mean, they saw some operational improvement, um, but, you know, again, it's, it's pretty consistent, though, with some of the, the trends we've seen overall when you look at certainly the weak top line uh, figure and, uh, and the fact that these companies still remarkably find a way to keep coming in just ahead of uh, the lowered uh, analyst estimates. It's interesting because I have a coworker in television who First thing he said is, should I buy some Alcoa? And I'm like, pricing of aluminum just not my thing. It's too weak. But he looks at it as a $7 stock that used to be 40 and he sees opportunity. Um, comment on that? Well, you know, I mean, there is some opportunity. I don't think this company is going out of business, uh, but there could also be a large opportunity cost there as you wait for that turn to happen. Um, you know, there's really no telling when that, that could be. I mean, you could be looking at multi-year period of time where the stock is just dead money, if you will, while, you know, other stocks, you know, do quite well. So, um it's probably one of those stocks where it's it's intriguing. Maybe you start dipping your foot in the water here with a long-term position, but I won't get over-eager with that position. Uh, and, you know, you're just going to have to bide your time because, uh, you know, with commodity-based companies, I mean, a lot of it, it's, you know, function of supply and demand, and there's clearly a surplus right now, and that needs to be worked out. And once it does, uh, you probably do start seeing better pricing and, and of course, better underlying earnings growth uh, from Alcoa that will translate into, you know, stronger stock gains. But for the time being, it's probably going to be a, a case of where you're going to need to be very, very patient to uh, to realize that potential. What do you make of some headlines out there, Mr. O'Hare, tied towards this isn't a buy-and-hold market, or is it a buy-and-hold market? What do you make about those you know, fist-strong kind of statements? Yeah, you know, it, I think it's it, a lot depends on, you know, what it is you're buying, right? Okay. You know, and, and if you're going to, you know, sit there and kind of maintain that, the old adage that you just buy and hold and you're just going to do fine over time. You know, I think if you're, if you're just buying the Spider, you know, the S&P 500, um, yeah, you know, it's, I think that that a tried and true adage, you know. I mean, over the long term, you know, the stock market has been a great wealth creation machine. And notwithstanding the uh, extreme volatility and the difficulties we've seen over the last 10 years, you know, um, the, the 
the long, much longer term track record of, of the market is, is impressive and it's worth, uh, you know, sticking to that adage. Now, you know, if you're looking at something, um, uh, you know, just say like maybe like a, a Netflix and I will put out the caveat, I don't follow Netflix specifically, but, you know, that stock's had a tremendous run. Uh, it's, it's a high beta name. And if that company disappoints, uh, I think like we're seeing with a company like Intuitive Surgical today, which is down over 60 points, I believe, off of an earnings miss, um, you know, there could be some real fallout. So it may not be the best, quote, buy and hold stock, but uh, it really is going to depend on kind of how you're approaching and, and what you are actually buying if you're going to stick with that type of adage. Okay. Um, let's turn the page and talk a little IMF. They're coming out and lowering global expectations, U.S. expectations. I guess they're resetting emerging market expectations a little bit more, volatility a little bit lower. Uh, do you put any value in IMF surveys? Um, you know, we struggle with a, a number of the surveys, really, because, you know, they, it's not hard data, um, you know, and that includes, like, the ISM survey, um, these consumer sentiment surveys, uh, which we see often that, you know, people say one thing and they do another. Um, you know, the IMF growth outlook, uh, heard you mention in your earlier segment, obviously was, was lowered. Um, and for the U.S. specifically, if they're looking at 1.7% this year and 2.7% next year, I think you could pretty much just throw out the 2014 forecast because, um, you know, it's going to change. Um, but, you know, I look at it as a market analyst here and you see, you know, notwithstanding the lowered growth forecast from the IMF and the OECD and the Fed and the ECB, you've got stock prices that have continued to rise, you know. So the market's loving it, you know. Why? Well, because that means major central banks around the world aren't going anywhere, right? They're going to keep pumping in uh, easy money and that, uh, you know, the market's just eating that up right now. With that out there, uh, what are you working on right now, Mr. O'Hare, that we need to be aware of? Well, um, looking at, you know, the earnings uh, reporting season, of course, uh, got underway with Alcoa's report last night, and uh, going to be following that, obviously. Um, things are going to start to pick up in earnest uh, next week with a real rush of uh, earnings reports. They're not going to get a whole lot out of this week, just a couple other big names, J.P. Morgan and Wells Fargo on Friday, but, you know, you'll see, uh, you'll get a little bit more insight with next week's reports, but also going to be looking at the FOMC minutes tomorrow uh, from the June 18th and 19th FOMC meeting. I think they're going to be a market mover, but uh, I'm going to be watching carefully how the, the Treasury market in particular reacts to what are likely to be some increased indications that Fed members are leaning closer to a tapering uh, than not, and uh, one would like to believe that that's been factored in already, but if we see another you know, major hiccup in the Treasury market on something that is presumably already known, um, you know, will create some questions as to what's really going on there and could create some problems for the equity market. Anything else you want to finish with as we've got about a minute? Well, you know, one thing uh, also of note is the Russell 2000, which is an index of, you know, smaller cap companies tend to be more domestically oriented, uh, broke out to an all-time high uh, yesterday. So um, interesting development. Uh, it might be a early indication that uh, there's a rotation into these names that are more domestically focused, given all the problems we have going on still in Europe and China and Africa. Uh, you might see that move into a, the more safe haven uh, U.S. area, and that's uh, going to bode well probably for those small companies. Who better to talk about Live Cool, the Breakthrough Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be considering you to retire. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.